Hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. Kieran's already laughing at me with my terrible voice. Uh, uh, let me describe it to the listeners. It's, it's Turch <laughs> is slowly dying. He is on the floor in pain, but he's still here at the podcast because the CEO didn't approve his sick leave. That's right. That's right. Well, look at that, people. It's Welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It is the only show in the whole wide world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and with me as always is my co-host, my CEO, who doesn't approve my leave, and the man with the largest collection of polo shirts, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> how many, well, in that case, how many polo shirts have you spotted me wear? Uh, well, okay, so this is great, because it sort of leads into my rant. <laughs> but we, on the weekend, um, it was a Friday night, saw our mate Ben, Zelnick McMuffin. That's it. And I was wearing a polo Nick, shirt that Nick night. Nick Trajanovsky's band, um, Dead City Ruins at the Northcote Social Club. And it was a fantastic it night. It was a eh? brilliant show. <laughs> actually, actually... Have you seen, you've seen them before there? I, I've seen them before. And I know there were some issues with the audio sound dude guy. Yeah, I, I thought... I couldn't hear the lead guitarist, but I, I knew what he was meant to be playing. I've listened to their album like 50 times now. I think I'm one of those guys on there. Spotify account that's been listening to things on repeat. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, I'm just there for Traj because he's a lovely, lovely man. And that was that was a really fun night. It's good to see you. It's good to see our, our old guest Niall, our classic re- returning guest Jess. It's always good to see those kinds of people. But that sort of leads me into my my rant. Hang on a second. How many polo shirts do I have? I you haven't answered the question. <laughs> Well, you were wearing a polo shirt to a rock and roll gig. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many others you own, but this was a nice blue dad blue colour. Oh, it was such a dad blue colour. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I, I, let me explain why I was wearing the polo I, shirt. Actually, yeah, what, before I go into my red, why did you wear <laughs> a polo, a blue dad blue polo shirt? Ralph Lauren, I mind you. It was a nice one. It, it was a very nice one. Uh, but why did you wear oh, uh, polo, something like that? Why did you wear a polo shirt, a blue polo shirt, to a rock and roll gig? Okay, so I had been supporting a client that day, but we were at a swimming pool. So uh, uh, <laughs> what? So okay. at a at a like a school event, right? And you know, making sure the kid doesn't have meltdowns and yada yada yada, right? But being inside all day, I was just like, I was like, I I'm not, I'm going to be in a polo shirt. Like, this is the environment where I better wear a polo shirt, if that makes sense. Because you and, and, like, wearing shorts as well. I was, I was wearing shorts. So you were in full dad regalia. Oh, like. oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> right? You were doing the... Did you wear flip-flops with uh, uh, socks? No, I was wearing and runners. Then, uh, were they, uh, was, it was like New Balance or ASIC <laughs> or something like that with the high socks? Nike. 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 Oh, Nike. You, you've classed it up. You've yeah. classed it up yeah. a little bit. Now, if I wanted to fool Dad, it would have been New Balance. I was going to say. White Runners. Do you see that nah, Nike stock went down like heaps, like $5 billion they lost overnight? I heard just just before I came. Uh-huh. I didn't actually, it was something to do with the kneeling down protest or yeah, something. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick guy. Let's not get into politics. It's far too early into the episode to get into politics. <laughs> I've actually got to read up on it because I'm... I'm I, I got no idea what's going on. Or maybe we'll talk about it for next episode. Okay, uh, which is our fortieth. But anyway, yes. Did you like the Did you like the blue polish? I was wearing a, a jacket as you well. You were wearing a jacket wearing as a jacket well. Jacket. It wasn't very rock and roll. Like I was there in my like black t shirt and uh, my denim jacket. Like I was trying to be a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> like I haven't been rock and roll for years. Like I used to have the long hair. I used to have. Um, Church, the there's no way well. that I can do rock and roll, so I'm not even going to try and do. We rock can try and roll. to make you a bit roll because if I try and, and do rock and roll, I'm gonna I'm gonna be worse than wearing a polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, you we never know. Maybe one day we'll dress you up a bit rock and roll. We'll spike up your hair or something like that with the egg white. Get it gets you like a a mohawk going or something like punk rock or something. Punk rock. Punk rock. Yeah, rip your jeans, black jeans. Oh wow. Yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you going. We'll get you doc, some Doc Martens. <laughs> be really really cool um i'll be hip very hip can you tell um right you're going into a rant i am going into a rant and as you can tell everybody i am uh, sick and it's been making me sick uh the last couple of days so it's been fun i almost nearly i nearly cancelled today which is very rare for me to cancel oh something. but uh, i thought what i really needed while i was talking 
is to have my dad shredding a bunch of of documents in the background. Thanks, Dad! (laughs) But that's okay. I'm sure everyone could hear that. But nonetheless, so on Friday we saw Trash. It was really good. And Jess was running a bit late. I'm not going to complain about Jess being late because I've already made enough jokes about her uh, in the past. But one thing that annoyed me, and I didn't realise till today, because in the news recent today, is Uber. Yes. And Uber's changing their policy because now about something about like the the drivers can rate the passengers now. No, they've always been able to do that. And that's what I thought. I'm like, I knew that. Like, you know, my rating's about 4.7 or something like that. Just, you know, mm. which is not bad. Not a bad rating. And I'm sure people are worse. Some people are better, but that's just the way it goes. But then I realised something. I'm like, okay, so they're rating us now on our behaviour and all this other bullshit. But my problem is Uber. My rant today. Mm. It's just Uber. Oh, oh, okay. My rage. My rage today is Uber. And the declining quality of Uber drivers. Ah, yes. Well, they've always been on a decline because, you know, Uber started... Um, I think the story goes or something like that. They they were invented in Paris or something like that. Anyway, they got out to San Francisco. They got a whole bunch of investment. And they paid people with high-end cars like Mercedes, BMWs and all that. And they paid them to drive around San Francisco. And back in back when Uber started, you actually rang up like a, a telephone center. Yep. And then they would ring the nearest driver. Right. And they were, like, the whole thing was like, we're faster than a taxi, better than a taxi and cheaper than a taxi. Yeah. So they got a whole bunch of investment and that's what they did to launch, um, to launch Uber. Ever since then, when they brought out the app... They got rid of those high luxury end cars and it's been on a decline ever since. Oh, look, I don't mind the vehicles. It's not the vehicles I'm going to complain about here. I'm going to just complain about the lack of standards. Well, well the taxi decline- drivers are now coming into Uber. That's, That's right. the problem. That's right. No, no, look. I'm not worried about it. What I'm worried about. How long ago did you start taking an Uber? About two years ago? A year yeah, and a half, two years ago? Oh, a bit. I was definitely using it when it was illegal in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. For like that whole hot minute that was... <laughs> I actually think three or four years ago. Yeah. Now, well, do you remember the first time you got into an Uber in comparison to a taxi? You were like, oh my goodness. One, the place was clean. The car was clean. And you know what? The cleanliness of cars are still pretty good. The comfort of cars are still a lot better than a taxi. Mm. Still and, a lot cheaper than a taxi. And you got water. You got mints. Well. You got a hot towel. They would have, uh, there was this Indian person, he drove a van and he had some person making food in the back. So it my, was fantastic. So my question is now, you've just brought up all the points I was going to bring up. Where are my mints? Where are my bottles of water? Where is my ability to charge my phone if I need to in the car? Where is my ability to change the music? When's the last time you went to an Uber and they offered you some mints, a bottle of water, charge your phone... Uh, change the music. When was the last time that ever happened to you? Last week. Really? Yeah. It's been a very long time. What did what did they offer you? Well, the guy was Indian, and we were talking, and he offered me a mint, which I refused because yeah. I didn't actually want one. Yeah. At that stage, I did get offered a bottle of water, which Wait. I also refused. I yeah. Like, I'm not drunk. See, uh, a bit, uh, you know what? That's the difference. Like, you know, if they want me to rate them five star, I'm. I think I'm going to have to start telling them like you have to. Step it up. Because a five-star experience is not just get me to my destination anymore. And it wasn't. It's as soon as you moved to, from... A that is a three-star three experience. A three-star, right three-star experience, you know. A to B, you know. If you do it and you've got a, some good songs on the radio, if I can't choose the radio station, maybe you get a four. But if you offer the mints, you offer the ability to charge my phone, you offer a, be a little bit of banter if we're all yeah. talking... Or if you know when to shut up. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not on your mobile phone headpiece talking to your mate in another country. Or local, I don't care. If you're not doing that, your rating is going to go up. Do you know what? I was actually, I told the Uber driver, this, this guy who was driving me, I went, you're missing out on opportunities here. And he said, what do you mean? I mean, you could be upselling. Where's the chip packets? Where's the lollies? Where's the soft drink? I mean, I mean, I was like, and then I said, you know what you need to do? You need to create partnerships with all the kebab stands here in Melbourne, right? Oh. So as you're driving past, you can be like, do you want a kebab? 
I'll call up my mate. We'll get it pre-ordered. Right? Take a bit of this a is, take a bit of a slice. This is a five. This is a five star. That is a five star service. That is a five star. Because you know, that's the thing. Like, like I said, I remember Uber. Every single time I used to get into one, would you like a mint? Would you like a bottle of water? Would you like tissues? Would you like anything? And now, I'm lucky if they even know how to read the map. I've had some bad experiences recently with Uber, but it just reminded me of how good it was. And I'm, st- I'm going to say it now, still better service than taxi. Uh, I don't know, is Lyft available in Melbourne? Yeah, Lyft is available. Lyft. I haven't tried Lyft, though. I haven't tried Lyft either. Maybe we'll try Lyft. Maybe we'll see how we go. All right, well, there we go. We'll do the, we only do one take podcast in the back of an Uber and then in the back <laughs> of a Lyft. And we'll compare the Can two for two. Hi, we're getting in the car. We're just trying to set up our gear. <laughs> just keep driving. Just keep driving, buddy. We've got an hour of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But that's anyway. That's that's my rant, my rage today. That is the the decline in the customer service of oh, Uber. Yeah. And As Uber should be very customer focused. They should be customer focused. Well, all all customer service, you know, it, it's okay. You know, if I wanted to be delivered from point A to point B, you can get hundreds of service from that. You know, you can you can order a. Yeah, you, know, you can order a cab, you're not going to Uber Lyft. At the end of the day, if you just want to be transported to point A to point B, you can hire a truck. Like, a truck driver can drive you around. But what you're paying for in an Uber is the convenience and the cu- better customer service mm. and the comfort. Well, do you know, going back to Uber's, Uber's earlier days, right, their biggest thing that they actually solved on the app was, you know, the picture of the car? Yeah. And you can see where it is and where it's coming. Yeah. Back when they first started, they didn't actually know where the car was. They couldn't actually build it in. But they just they just tricked people. What do you mean by trick people? Well, you know, now it shows you where the actual car is. Yeah, yeah. Right. But when they first introduced that, they didn't actually know. They couldn't link up, like, the phone and the GPS. Oh, really? So they just went, it's approximately five minutes, so we'll make sure that car takes five minutes to get to the house. Or the, de- the person's destination. Wow. So yep. the, I guess the GPS probably wasn't at the level that they that, needed. That, correct. But that is when Uber started to boom because yeah. they put that little thing in. But you know what? That, that's one of those really nice things to have. That's one of the benefits of the app to seeing how far away, you know. Remember when you used to order a cab and you call one, three cabs and yeah. then you, and you go, had no idea. You had no idea. And then suddenly you see a cab outside and everyone's like, quick, scull your drinks. <laughs> The cabs. The here. cabs here. Where? Who the fuck's got? Who's who's paying for the cab? Who's got cash? This and that. Uh, one of the things that I used the uh, first for the first time, like you know, ages ago, was the ability to like go. Okay, we're all in the car together, but going different places, but we're all sharing yeah. the cost. Oh, that was a brilliant feature. I don't know if that was a new feature at the time I was doing it, or it was the first time I actually used it. Cause usually it's just my, you know, I'm myself catching an Uber with you guys mm. or, mm. you know, and I go, oh, oh the split fare's been in there for ages. Oh, well, look, you know, usually it's just like, oh, yeah, like Jess and I, I'm like, you know, who are going to split it with Jess? <laughs> or we're going to split it with you. It's like, hey, get me a beer at the places. Or, yeah. You know, but the split fare, we did it. It was a fantastic sort of option there. Anyway, like I said, Uber, I'm going to say anyone that's listening to this, if you're using Ubers and they're not offering you uh, water or mints and all that sort of stuff anymore. Well, stuff that you remember, like when you got into an Uber, you felt more comfortable because of these lovely little features. Because there were silk pillows and yeah, blankets yeah, but, but and an orchestra things. and a butler. Yeah. And they opened the door for you and they closed the door yeah, for you. Yeah, all those little And nice they things. greeted you with, good evening, Mr. Turcherelli. That's right. All these little things, right? If, if you're not receiving those anymore, um, rate them lower than five star. And put in the notes, no mints, no water, no five star. Yep. Here, I, think, here. I think we're going to get it back. I think we're going to push them to do it back. And that means a lot of them can't drive anymore. That's all right. Because more people will always come and join Uber and give you mints and packs of chips and, and uh, sync up things. I want to see the Uber driver that syncs up the kebab network. If that syncs up the kebab network, that's going to uh, be our friend. Oh my God. That is just, that is, that would just be brilliant. Uh, that's dangerous as well. That is. Whew. That is... Um, you do a kebab tour in an Uber. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Mm. Oh. 
Well, Church, I've got an article for you. Ah, good, Kieran. Good, good. What have you got you for You know us, how we so? love science here on the We Only Do One Take podcast? We always love science. We always love science. Well, science is wonderful. Female monkeys don't trust males, even when they're obviously right. You know what? This is going to be the first time ever I've yeah. brought this article into. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about it too. See, I got it here. Female monkeys don't trust males even when they're obviously right by the telegraph. <laughs> I saw it and I had to bring it. But go on. Tell us about these. The standard woman. I mean, female monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> female monkeys are reluctant to follow the example of males even when they would obviously benefit from doing so. New research has found... A study by St. Andrews University, a very reputable university, established that even when males demonstrate superior methods of obtaining food, females would rather mimic each other's techniques because of innate distrust of the opposite sex. The behavior, which the researchers said echoes some human traits, is rooted (laughs) in the tendency of male vervet monkeys to roam between groups. This leads females to believe that males have poor local knowledge because they move around so much. By contrast, male monkeys are happy to learn from whichever sex appears to be more effective in giving in a given situation, the study found. So guys have just gone up to things and gone, you know what, that's the best way to solve a problem. Yeah. I'm going to do it like that. And a woman goes, I know the best way. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to do it that We're way. We're going to do it your way, stupid. What do you mean you got twice as much stuff? No, your way is still stupid. You got twice as many nuts, you got twice as many berries, you got twice as much food as me. No, your way is still stupid though. <laughs> that was just luck. That was, that was just luck, luck, yeah. Fuck you. Professor Witten of the School of Psychology and Neuroscience at St. Andrews said the explanation for the sex difference may be that for females, the important thing is to maintain close bond with other females they spend their whole lives with in the same group. They may be less inclined to copy males who are likely to have less reliable local knowledge. The experiment published in the journal Current Biology involved an artificial fruit box that could be opened at at either its black end or its white end to extract a piece of apple. If the dominant female approached, the researchers could use a remote control to ensure she learned she she could get the apple from only one coloured end. In the same way, the highest-ranking males were trained to the other end. However, the researchers arranged it so the males would now now got five times more food than did the females. The researchers wanted to know whether the others in the group would follow their habitual preference to copy the females or would they now be more flexible and be swayed by the greater success of the males. The team found that the males showed a significant tendency to copy the successful males rather than the usual, usual preference to copy females. But females... In a group, stuck to copying the female demonstrator despite her relatively low success. Oh, wow. That is amazing. It's a good piece of work. I mean, you know, it's mon- is it- <coughs> Excuse me. Is, T- uh, is Titch monkey- is dying. He's... Please crawled. donate to my um, uh, get, get a fun, GoFundMe campaign of uh, to buy me drugs. Um, it's a really cool piece of study because like, they've obviously gone... Well, first of all, like any study, uh, why did they think this was the thing? I'd love to see this replicated in amongst humans. Uh, I'm sure it would. I absolutely, I'm absolutely sure that this would work with humans. I'm not saying it's all women, <laughs> <laughs> but I know certain girlfriends that would, <laughs> not just mine. <laughs> I'm talking about girlfriends in general that would. Um, that would have the same reaction. No, you're doing it, doing it wrong. Mm. You're doing it wrong. You should do it my way. Oh, look, luck, luck, a bit of luck, had on that side of the table. <laughs> Why wouldn't you go the way that gets you more food? I just don't understand. Uh, stubbornness. I don't know. Well, look. Obviously, they don't say the why. They just say what's happened. Mm. Yeah, they're not going to say. Oh, they speculate on the why. I guess it, it seems like the men are just like, well, look, this is a better outcome for the time. And women seem to want to, like, if they do it a different way, they're not a part of that social circle. Yeah. 
you know, that, that seems like to be the two different distinctions that I can get out. Do you know of what? You know what? When I read this, you know what I thought of? What? What? When you're talking about how you're doing that data thing at work, right? Yeah. And you're talking about like the the distribution or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then your your female colleague was like, "But why? Like, yeah. <laughs> why are we doing it? Oh, yeah. That's that's my life with with data. I I did a terrible job at explaining what that was. Yeah, no, no, it's all right. I understand. But you know, what? this reminds me of um another stu- like monkey study, and I'm sure you've heard of this before. They got a group of monkeys, and um, like every time they went to touch like a group of a bunch of bananas or something like that, or a certain thing, they would it would they would zap them. Yeah. Or something like. Have you heard about this yeah, study? Yeah, yeah. And they eventually, and I'll explain to the listeners, and if, if I'm not filling in the blanks because uh, the medication's starting to hit me now, please fill in the blanks. Okay. <laughs> but basically, the monkeys would, um, like, you know, a group of five monkeys would try to touch something, I can't remember exactly what, and they would zap them every time. Mm. But not only would that, they wouldn't get zapped, all the other monkeys in the group. So if one went to go touch it, the four monkeys in the group... Got zapped. Got zapped. And... More and more monkeys tried. The whole group got zapped. And eventually, they would just... They wouldn't touch that thing. When a new monkey was introduced to the group, the monkey would go and try and touch yeah. the item. And before they could touch it, the other monkeys would jump on that monkey, like, beat it up. Yeah. Because they didn't want to get zapped. Because they didn't want to get zapped. And eventually, more... Like, one monkey was taken in. One money, One monkey was taken out of the group. And eventually... And the same sort of thing happened. The new monkey would go touch something, touch the thing. The monkeys would go beat the shit out of it. And so it didn't do that. And eventually, all these monkeys would be replaced with new monkeys. All the monkeys were new. But even when they were replaced once again, the new monkey would go and try to touch the thing. But without them knowing why... Yeah, they would beat up the uh, the, the monkey. That's right, be, that's right. And that was a really interesting... Story. I feel it's like a similar sort of thing like this. And I'm sure this is repl- replicatable. I'm sure I've seen it before. Where if a whole bunch of people stand up for no reason, like in a doctor's office, the person who doesn't know why will stand up. up. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that group mentality uh, aspect of <laughs> everyone standing up. I better stand up. Oh, it's like the same when you get like two bunch of people at the side Flinders Street Station, and then you look up, and then more people join you. And then like yeah, everyone's everyone looking, looking up. up. Yeah, that's always a fun one. <laughs> Oh. My favourite is gluing $2 on the ground and watching people try to pick it up. Gluing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I bet you that worked heaps at, like, at our high school. It's one of those things. That's what I wanted to rant about. Oh, here we go. No, uh, uh, context. <laughs> Kira comes in and goes, I had a fucking great idea of rant. I have no idea what it was, but it was great. And now I've forgotten. And now, and now I've remembered. Coming. Go for it, buddy. I was on the train the other day. Uh, uh, the train is causing me a lot of grief. Oh, they've changed the train times on our line. Do you notice that? Uh, no. Um, I just figure peak hour, I just go to the station, yeah. the train turns up. Right? It was 3.30, leaving the city at 3.30. It was the 3.32 train. See, I knew that you didn't work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I get on right. Anyway, I'm like, I'm getting off at Clifton Hill, so it's not far. Nah, nah. Right? I drove to Clifton Hill, and then I'm getting off at Clifton Hill, right? And I, there was there was one seat, you know what I mean? Like one, there was like, it was at the front of the carriage or in the end of the carriage, right? And then you sort of get through the door and there's like just this one, one, one seat. And you've got a pole and you're near the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's like one seat, lonesome sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was there because I'm like, all right, I'm going to be off. I'll sit here, listen to some music. Anyway, it's fine. And I was like, trains it hasn't quite hit peak hour yet. Like everyone's got a seat. And we're all good. Anyway, get to Melbourne Central. School kids. School kids get on the train. Oh my fucking God. I can't believe... Like, I would have been a school kid one day and would have been that obnoxious and annoying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But fucking hell. No etiquette. No train etiquette. It's because their soul hasn't fully been crushed yet by the university education system of all-time work. That's what it is. They're with a whole group of people, much like the, the train monkeys. is sanctuary where you shut the fuck up and just relax as best as you can. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that with with school kids. They don't care, and that's the big thing. <laughs> you know, it's a big thing. They care like, too much. We need to take the care out of them. You can't beat people here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. 
can't just beat you can't just beat people up. It's just one of those. Things. Oh no, I would never do that. I would pay someone, but yeah, make sure that the I'm, teachers. I'm well well removed from that payment. Yeah, um, three or four steps. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I pay taxes. I, look, you know what? And this brought me to my next case. School needs to go from seven a.m. to seven p.m. I disagree. I think that schools are fine. I think that we as adults should only have to work four days. And no, no, I'm kids- just trying to get school kids off the train. They need. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to. They need to. Twelve no, no, hours no, of education no, a day. No, no, no. You know what? They need we, to get them away. We, we need to get them out. Do that. We can't do that because then teachers will, will complain even fucking more. <laughs> teachers are the. You know what? I understand when nurses go. I have a tough job. I understand when doctors go. Have a tough job. When teachers go for a tough job, like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. You teach primary school. You can go fuck off. Now, I get I, 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 I get where teachers come from. And I get that you can complain about your work, right? But if you've you complain also, about your work you've every got, fucking day. You've also got 12 weeks of leave. Like I said, if you complain or, or about much. Even if it's not leave because you're still working, you can work from home during those two weeks. Look, if you're complaining that much about your job all the time, and they go at 3.30. It's like 9 yeah. till 3.30. If you're complaining that much about your job every fucking day, every fucking week, all this time, oh, it's a hollow. get a different job. Here, here. Simple as that. Speaking of different jobs. Yes. It's another Pornhub article. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I like it. Kanye West in talks to be a creative director of the Pornhub Awards in Los Angeles. <laughs> A creative director. <laughs> this is finally we found our calling. <laughs> Kanye West has been open about his love of adult films. Now the star is reportedly mulling over the offer to serve as a creative director for the very first Pornhub Award. You know what that means? If it is the very first Pornhub Award, we have to do. We can li- watch the live stream. Yeah. And we commentate on it. I think oh. it'll be fantastic. So Kanye West has reportedly been in talks to serve as creative director. Of oh, the first Pornhub Awards on Thursday, the New York Post is reporting the show, hosted by adult film star Asa Akira, is taking place in the Belesco Theatre in Los Angeles and being live streamed on the site. There are going to be some insane negotiations going on for West to be the creative director of a show. So, uh, the source reportedly told New York, uh, the New York Post. West, Kanye West, is a professed fan of the site. Last month, in an interview on uh, K- Jimmy Kimmel Live, West asked, was asked if he, if having daughters has changed his view about women, and the rapper replied, Nah, I still look at Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, West even divulged his favourite category on the site. Black is my favourite category, he said. I watch a lot of black on white, obviously. It mirrors my own reality. And then Kimmel told him it wasn't necessary to come that clean. West said, I mean, what's the point of being Kanye West if you can't? After the interview was post, uh, Kimmel posted online, Pornhub gifted Kanye West a free lifetime premium membership. Plus, he's even reportedly offered uh, uh, complete creative control to direct a scene in an adult film. I'm so excited to watch the... A Kanye West directed adult movie film scene. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, is he getting paid? Well, he's got a free... Maybe. I'd assume so. He's got a lifetime premium membership, though. That's pretty good. Lifetime premium membership? That's what it says here. Now wow. it seems the relationship between the star and the triple X site could be deepening. The upcoming Pornhub show, seemingly the only awards these days that's been shown in virtual reality, includes such categories as top MILF performer. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Can we host these awards? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> Us and, uh, what's her name? Asa Rakira. We'll yeah. do that. Um, we'll have to do some research on her, though. <laughs> Make sure we're compatible. There's even more mainstream celebrity of the year category that includes Kanye West's wife, Kim Kardashian, as a nominee, plus his sister-in-law, Kylie Jenner, along with Cardi B, Justin Bieber, and a YouTube star called Lena the Plug. 
How's this though? More stats. The site says it pulls in 81 million visitors per day. That's got to be... Well, how many people in the world? Three billion? Six. Six, six billion. Six or seven billion. Right, okay. That's pretty good. That's got to be one of the most popular sites on the internet. Apart from Google. Oh, Google, Facebook, YouTube, mm. Netflix. What else would have such a demanding reach, like uh, such a big reach like this all time? Reddit? Yeah, Reddit. Uh, we only do one Kate podcast. We're, yeah, we're up there. Up there. Um, yeah, winners will be were decided by the viewing habits of users. Uh, the New York Post said... There are rep- so many metrics that you can get out of that. <laughs> the New York Post said representatives for West and Pornhub did not comment. <laughs> what, did, what did you say, Kieran? <laughs> I said there's so many metrics you can get out of well, the viewing habits. Well, there's got to be at least, I don't know, like, 20 or 30 categories on, on a porn site. Mm. You know. I mean, MILF is just one of those. All right, there would be more. There would be absolutely more categories. Um, we will keep you updated on the awards. Well, of course. We, you and know our what? Creative, we sh- and our friend, the creative director, Kanye, Mr. West. Mr. Kanye West. We have... Uh, well, next week, when we do our big 40th mid- midlife crisis uh, episode, maybe we'll announce the winners of the award. Ah, yes. <laughs> we can... And maybe we'll you can announce your own winners over there, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> the Kieran Thorpe <laughs> winner, special special prize, <laughs> the, the, uh, go- the golden condom award or something like that. It'd be fantastic. It could call it a Golgi. Yeah. A, a go- <laughs> what? A Golgi? I was trying to say like uh, Loki. Go- uh, uh, no, nah, don't uh, don't do that. Just, just come. I really me. should write my jokes before I say them. Ah, <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, all right. One of my fears in life is to be at a major sporting event, right? Yeah. And ending up on television picking my nose. That's pretty good. Right. That is a fear. That's a good fear. That is a that is a fear. You could do the George Costanza and eat the whole bunch bowl of ice cream <laughs> as well. That's always a good one. Love that episode. Well, we know the US Open's on at the moment, and they're, they're, they're scorching in the heat. Was it, was it uh, Roger? Roger Federer Roger got Federer knocked just, out. Just, just knocked out, and I think Nadal did as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, apparently, you know, it's like 12 degrees over there. Right. <laughs> anyway, no comparison to the Australian summer when we have the Australian Open. Okay, was it like 60 degrees on court or something like that? Oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah something stupid. ridiculous. 60 degrees uh, Celsius yeah. for all American Well, because we've also got we've got the concrete court. Yeah, yeah. Really extra hot. We don't have the... Um, what court uh, What court do they have in the US Open? Is it the clay over there? Must be the... I thought France was the clay. Oh, I don't know then. And, and maybe some, Wimbledon's the grass. Synthetic turf, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that could be a trivia question. <laughs> a fan at the US Open got caught dipping a chicken finger in soda. And oh. TV viewers are aghast. <laughs> uh, presumably you've seen the headline or the article... And I'm going to get it out of the way. The In the US Open, a fan dipping her chicken finger into a soda, which is like her soft drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let me play it for you, Turch. Let me. Let's have a quick look. I'll, I'll describe it for, for the for the ladies and gentlemen and uh, non-gender binary things in here. Okay, so this lady, that's a big chicken tender. I'll give you that. And then she just dips it in it like, it looks like a Coca-Cola equivalent. The kid is even her kid. It must be her kid is even giving her a look of like what the what the fuck's going on here. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Attractive looking woman though. <laughs> <laughs> Give her that. Maybe she can get away with it. Well, so it's a big chicken like uh, tender strip, like a like a whole tenderloin, and she's just dunking it in there. Well, Twitter went crazy. Uh, DMA posted, just seen a lady at the US Open dipping her chicken finger into soda. What the fuck? Uh, Jason said, I'm sorry. DMA? Like the rapper? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did they just show a fan at the US Open dipping chicken fingers in their soda? But a lady just dipped her chicken finger into her soda. (laughs) Are we not going to talk about the lady dipping her chicken finger in a kid's soda? Uh, Oh, in her kid's soda. Kid maybe, yeah. Uh, there we go. 
Um, anyway, that's my you know fear. What? No, Kieran, just like when I said that nugget yoga was stupid. Yeah. Don't knock it till you try it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could just I, I could just imagine myself like I, I don't know, being there, like standing up, going, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And my fly being undone. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just really impressed because that's obviously it was that wasn't like someone's phone footage. That was a cameraman. Yeah, that was a and cameraman. So, so there's a there's I, I know they do this at the World Cup. They always look like the really attractive girl with the tits out and the beautiful you know beautiful face on them, and we'll zoom in and yeah. get, get her all excited. It's great. I'm all for that. But there's also people like looking at people who are doing uh, cameraman and looking at people that are doing really shit thing or really super set like that. I am very proud to say that there's people doing that job because imagine finding like the guy that found that yeah. must go, that's it. That's my one piece of footage for the year. That's going to be on every single television <laughs> station. It's like, so dad, what did you do today? Guys, wait till you watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded that. <laughs> oh, it's on the internet. Like that's my footage. It's all over Twitter. It's all over Facebook. It's going to be on YouTube for the rest of my life. And imagine how mortified that woman must be when she gets home. Oh, yeah. Because this can go either two ways. One, she can go, oh my God, I'm mortified and never be like, you know, never, you'll never see her again. I say she should embrace it. Well, that's it. She comes out and just goes, yeah, this is the thing. Like, Like, it's great. You should try it. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, and get an endorsement deal of chicken nuggets and... (laughs) And a book deal. And a book deal, And a speaking tour. My life. The nugget, nuggets and coke or something like that. <laughs> um, yes, I would watch. I, I wouldn't read the book, but I'd definitely watch like a twenty-minute, like you know, sixty minutes interview with her. So why did you do it? <laughs> uh, you, you know, I've told told you about the 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 show I want to do, right? What show? I want to do a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Go. Yeah, but it's on religion, right? And yeah. what I want to do is uh, when I've made my millions and millions of dollars, I want to go and like go, right, I'm going to go to like all of these different religions and I'm going to, I'm going to like try it for like 12 weeks or six weeks. For each, what, each, a religion or it, just every religion in oh, 12 weeks? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I give it a good crack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not really going to do that. I'm going to make it look appear that I do that, right? Uh-huh. But really then I'm just going to have sit down interviews with a whole bunch of people and, and get my atheism on and just like destroy them. Oh, we, you know what? If you invite a person of of any religious denomination on this show, yeah, you're, I'm happy for you. To, I'm happy to moderate and debate and allow you to debate. Oh, fantastic! We'll call it the 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 debatical. I'm really gonna work on I come up with great names like Sunday service for our Sunday show. Then you come up with the the debatical. <laughs> We got a name for our show tonight. Oh, God damn it. Uh, I, I want to tell you a funny story, Turch. Go for it, Kieran. All right. My old man is. In, Back from Rollies? Well, he's on Rollies. He has now left. He's left the country. Um, right. So, anyway, let, let, let me put this into perspective. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Where is he? Uh, there we go. All right. Got him. So, he leaves Melbourne, right, on Tuesday. Yeah. And he goes, he posts, Travelling Air Canada, not started well. Booked seats, so they booked the extra legroom seats. Yeah. Not given to us. Oh. And surprise, we are not travelling together. 16 hours of having to chat with an unknown. It can only get better. Now, for those people that don't know my father, he has this condition called autobabble, right? Where he just continues to talk, Right. Uh, it, it, it it's a, a serious disorder and he's trying to get treatment for it. A- anyway. <laughs> As his doctor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so a few people posted like safe travels, have a great time, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, then the fun starts. Uh, a friend posts, you could talk underwater, have fun. Yeah. Right. Um uh, you know, uh, my brother goes, ha ha, poor unknown, hashtag Thumper loves a captive audience. I thought that was hilarious. I said, you know, I feel sorry for the unknown person next to next to Thumper. That's his nickname. Yeah. And a few people said, that's harsh words, Kieran. Like, what? How, 
right? How dare you say that about your father? Yeah. And then I responded, 16 hours of auto babble. What could go wrong, right? Uh, a few other people said, yes, poor unknown who your father's sitting next to. Uh, another person says, bummer. I hope they've got noise-canceling headphones. Um, uh, then my, my auntie comes in with, I think, the comment of the day, which was, poor Anne, she'll get the full rundown at the other end. Oh, <laughs> Of course, because your dad will go, I talked to this gentleman or lady on the yeah. plane. <laughs> and she has to hear it secondhand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel very sorry. <laughs> As- oh, oh, there's more. There's more. And Anne has said, uh, total, he chatted to quite a few. It's 1am Melbourne time and I found my second wind. Look out, Canada. Well, there you go. He chatted to a few people. There you go. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, and he, he tell, and I want him sitting there going, going on this cruise ride. What we're doing is with our six <laughs> mates is that we're drinking a bottle of wine and sneaking on board a bottle of vodka. I've got the vodka and this person's got the the scotch and the bourbon. This, that. that way we don't have to pay the enormous prices. <laughs> and this person was gone, this is a fucking retarded. It's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. Right. And then he'll tell Anne, oh, I told her what, no, we're, what doing, we're doing, which is already part of the plan. <laughs> It's like this long-winded story. That it's like you know, like um, was it uh, Grandpa Simpson? It's like, yeah. oh, we like to tell stories that don't go nowhere. <laughs> I got the onion off my belt. That was the style at the time. So, um, I- I'm sure I'll have a Rollies update next week I for you. I can't wait. Next episode's going to be great. We're going to have a, a whole bunch of guests come in. I think we've got someone taking photos, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, we're definitely going to have some so lots, 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 lots of fun. Next episode of our 40th midlife crisis episode there. But Kieran, um, we were speaking of children before. We were speaking of uh, school kids. I'm going to talk about some pre... I guess some, you know, some nursery kids. Kids that go to a nursery, like a... Like, you know, before they go to school. Yeah, before they go to school. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And, uh, you know, the country, China. Very, very progressive place, as we all know. Yeah. Um, something has shocked the parents of uh, these nursery children. Mm. A Chinese nursery mm-hmm. has come under fire for having a pole dancer perform at the welcome ceremony of... The preschool. Now, is this in China? This is in China. All right. Parents and children were invited to attend an opening ceremony at the an kin- opening ceremony at the Sin uh, Xiaohui Kindergarten in the southern Nailed city it. of Senqi on the third of September. As part of the program, fa- <coughs> families were invited to watch a number of female performers perform in skimpy clothing, including a pole dancer. Wow. Footage of the pole dancer has widely circulated online, with thousands of users of the popular microblog Cena Weibo have commented on the school show. I don't really know what they were, what the headmaster was thinking. This is this type of dancing is not suitable for a kindergarten, and one says the nursery schoolchildren should learn knowledge, but not too much knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while online users ridiculed the ceremony. Southern Metropol- uh, Metrop- uh, Metropolis Daily says that many parents of the school are afraid that the experience will have lasting damages on their infants, and some have sub- uh, subsequently withdrawn the school, from, uh, withdrawn, uh, withdrawn their children from studying at the school. For a kindergarten to host a pole dancer in its opening ceremony shows the taste that the emotional intelligence of the teachers. Uh, so, so, right, there was, uh, uh, I won't name the school, Caulfield Grammar, right? And um, they had, you know, year 12 muck-ups. Like, you know, Explain for our international listeners what muck-up day is. Muck-up day. So, muck-up day is basically you finish your schooling and you get to trash the school. Yeah. But a lot of schools now don't do that. They now put on like a, like parks, uh, sorry, they put on rides and festivities and activities. Well, a bit of a dress up and then like a band will play or something. Yeah, like yeah. so it's a bit, a bit of fun on the last day of school. Anyway, I know I know the teacher that was responsible for this. He ordered a jumping castle. So he ordered all these things, but he ordered a jumping castle, right? And this jumping castle is getting blown up, right? And it was an adult 
novelty jumping castle. <laughs> so in this jumping castle, this giant penis is getting erected, right? <laughs> and there's these giant boobs getting erected, That's right? That's fantastic. <laughs> With this, like, giant vagina. <laughs> anyway, they had to take it down. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they couldn't have the parents finding out what that... <laughs> That's so but, good. see, these things can happen. You could... I bet, you yeah, some staff member was going, oh, you know, we're going to get some dancers, right? Didn't read the type of yeah, dancing yeah, that yeah, they yeah. do. It must have just said something like... Like a package. There was a, uh, they said there was other dancers. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, oh, buy a package of dancers. Yep, it was that. And this pole dancer comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh! And it's just like, ah, oh, shit. The fathers probably would have enjoyed it. I would, have, or ch- I would say so. Uh, but you know what? This reminded me of another story we bought in ages ago. And it must be the same package deal that you could buy. Because do you remember that you could hire like strippers and pole dancers and stuff like that for funerals? At, yes. In yes. China? Yeah. So this must be like a whole package thing. Like, maybe go, oh, look, you know. Maybe maybe they're very smart about it, right? Maybe they're like, we need to give our pole dancers more jobs. Yeah. But we'll just sneak it in a package. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, oh, we have... 400 ballet dancers here and like, like 50 strippers, <laughs> 50 pole dancers. Oh, why don't we just, just, just slip it? I don't want to know. Just slip it, slip it in. It'll be fine. See, I find this very interesting, right? This same teacher that I was speaking to with the, the giant, you know, novelty uh, playground that, you know, got blown up. Uh, wait, that doesn't sound right. Jump <laughs> yeah, blow, up, blow up the giant dick. <laughs> Jumping Also did a bit of work in China. Right, and they had a school. They've got a school there in China, and the kids go over there for a term or whatever. And every now and then, they said that they would go to Beijing, catch yeah. the train, and they'd stay in a hotel. Anyway, because they're about fifteen, sixteen, these kids, but the um, he had to tell the hotel off because they were ringing the, each of the kids' rooms and offering them, would they like a, a female? Would they like a oh, lady no to come to their room? Right. And he's telling he's telling the people in the hotel off. He's going, you can't do this. This is inappropriate. And they're saying to him, they just need to say no. Like it's no ah. big deal. Like what is what is the problem? These 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 ladies that come in off the streets ring the rooms. Like it's just accepted. Anyway, long story short, they had to get rid of all the phones out of the kids' rooms. <laughs> Who's gonna do the wake up calls? Because I remember saying at hotels. When I went to my study trip in university, it's subtly different, obviously. But what we'd do is we'd call up, like, you'd go over to my mate's room while they were doing something. you call up their phone and go, hey, I'm from room 40, you know, this yeah. room here. Can I'm you like wake, wake up, up call at 3.30 yeah. and 3.35, like five minutes later, you know what I mean? And, like, really piss them off. But now they couldn't even do that. That's a fantastic prank. I highly recommend I love that prank. That is one of my favourite pranks to do. Or that. Or you go, hey, look, can I get, like, ten towels? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, why do I need all these towels? It's just funny. You know? Oh, I love it. I, I, I... We should go overseas together. (laughs) That's, That's... Only if we can do a podcast somehow overseas. We have to work something... You got another article for us, Kieran? I absolutely do. I've got the best article. Because oh, my voice is really tiny. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Uh, all right, here we go. Discount store recalls thousands of prank knives that were actually real razor sharp blades. <laughs> Horrified customers in Japan have returned the gag knives, which are popular with kids. After finding they had razor-sharp edges, a discount store has recalled thousands of prank knives. After it emerged, they had real razor-sharp edges. A large change of bargain household shops, Daisio, Dazio, Dazio, Dazio. I think there's one down in uh, down our way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Has had to recall the items to avoid gruesome disfigurements. The joke knives called Dokoria, Dokora, Dok- anyway, cutters actually have dulled edges, and it's semicircular indentation is sized to make it look like you've actually sliced deep into your finger. But blundering Daisio has packed actual utility knives during its distribution process on one batch and they've somehow managed to make their way to shops across Japan. There you go. There's the prank knife. That looks pretty sharp to me. <laughs> that looks like, what are they called? A the bo- um, box cutter. A box cutter. Yeah, it really does. 
That looks dangerous. It doesn't look like it. That looks like a box cutter. Uh, how do you get those two confused, you reckon? Like, that would... Like, if you're making fake knives, it'd be made of plastic, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. But then you've got, like, you know, the whole part of the business that has metal <laughs> and sharpening things that costs probably four to five times as much just to make. How do you get those lines crossed? Uh, look, I know what it is. It's a lazy worker. Yeah. It's... it's Someone, the wrong someone was hungover. Yeah. Didn't have their morning coffee. Yeah. Too much, uh, what's, what's it called there? Uh, and was like, oh yeah, these ones go over there. <laughs> this this batch, put that over there. I, I'm really glad we don't have lots of manufacturing here in, in Australia. Like, you know, it'd be good to have more manufacturing here. It's always the case. I'm glad we don't because I feel like we would have like really stupid shit. Like we'd have something like, remember like in the Simpsons, it was like the power turns back on in the city. Yeah. And then, like, it's the fake vomit factory. There. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and everyone's like, yay! Like, I feel like that's what, like, Mel be like, oh, it's the home of gag gifts. Like, that's, <laughs> we manufactured just gag gifts. <laughs> well, do you want to, talk, talking to this teacher who, who was in China, right? Um, he said they couldn't figure out for a long, a long period of time why their electricity bill was so high, right? And he said uh, over there in China as well, like they had to have four, four engineers hired at the school and four electricians and four plumbers. Like that was just the law. They had to hire these wow. people, right? Anyway, he was out like... Communism was, strikes again. <laughs> yeah, he was out on the like oval or something like that, you know, like, kicking the footy. And he noticed this cord, like he tripped over this cord. And he's like, what the fuck's this? And it was like dug under the ground. And he like followed, like he pulled up this cord and followed it. And it was three-phase power, right? Well, that's, yeah, very powerful. Like, very powerful, yeah. right? Anyway, it was plugged into the school, right? So he goes, so he's like, he unplugged it. And he basically unplugged it. And he just said, like, across the oval, there's all these apartments and apartment buildings. And he just said, all these air conditioners and the whole lights, just it all turned off. No way. And then he goes, and then it all turned off. And then you hear, hear, (laughs) (laughs) like, all these people losing their shit. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) It's also it was like a cartoon, uh-huh. like you know, like you know, like it's unplugging everything, just turns. Oh, that's yeah. So the electrician was being paid by the school and making more money because he was selling the school's power. Yeah, he would have got. Oh, pay me fifty bucks. I'll connect you up or something like yeah. that. That's awesome. That's uh, what, a, what a scam. Oh, I love a good scam. Oh, you, you do. You gotta love a love a good scam. Uh, I've only got one more story. Uh, okay, it's a real quick one. I, I didn't even read it. I just saw the headline. I thought it was funny. Uh, New York renamed Jutopolis in Map Hack. Uh, <laughs> uh, New York City was briefly renamed Jutopolis, Jutropolis, sorry, in mapping software used by social media site Snapchat and others. The company called it an act of vandalism and said it was a work of uh, its partner Mapbox <laughs> to get this fixed. I mean, in the in the statement, Snapchat uh, said the defacement was deeply offensive. And Mapbox called it an act of hate speech, and it was removed within the hour. Nothing really. Who uh, did it? No, they don't know. Of course, oh. they don't know. Who knows who gets a shit Who knows like these things? But this, but the great thing is, like you said, it's deeply offensive. It's very horrible. But they still had a picture, wasn't it, on the news site that I went to? They can have a look at that. So that was on Snapchat. They've taken a screenshot of it and posted it on their site. Oh, Drewtropolis. What did so- I say? Sorry, my, my voice. Oh, I been... missed it. I thought yeah. you said it was like. I don't know, screw Yeah, Jutropolis. Ju- wow, okay. In New York that City. Is, that is, because I'm like, why is it offensive? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, now I get it. The Jews. <laughs> wow. It's pretty good. There, wow. <laughs> there you go, hackers. Hackers could do anything. They could even rig a whole election, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing they can't do. Buy a dinosaur? <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to say they, they can't um, hack the We Only Do One Take podcast. Ah, well, we're doing very well over here. <laughs> what are they going to hack, Kieran? My, my computer? <laughs> oh, man, uh, man, he's got a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's got Pornhub, but it seems to be like Pornhub Insights. <laughs> Pornhub Insights and articles about Pornhub. No porn. <laughs> just, just random shit about it. Oh dear! Do you, do you want to hear one more? Yeah, one more. We got all the time. Uh, Olympic champion 
You are really you you are you going into work tomorrow? Uh, right now, yeah, but we'll see. Fair enough. I got the gig coming up. I'm speaking to the gig. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, eighth of September at Bar Three Hundred Three in Northgate. If you would like to come and see me, not sing, <laughs> but play guitar, um, and drink with me, drink my pain away. Please do come on down. It's a bit of fun. We're raising money for all the farmers around in in Australia. We're doing a bit hard because you know. We don't have enough desalination plants. That's correct. And because of that, we need to help them give some aid and stuff like that. To, re- to get the desalination plants, a real kick in the ass. Can you see where I'm going with this? We could, we actually have the solution to this, but people are dicks. Anyway, continue, Kira. What have you got? Yeah, but there? we can't send the water from Victoria up to New South Wales. Because, yeah, because pipes don't exist. <laughs> yeah, the pipes don't go from Victoria to New South Wales. I... The Victorian desalination plant looks after Victoria. Yeah, well, we could help the Victorian farmers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's one state done. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not in a massive drought compared to New South Wales or Queensland. Well, they should have put us a desalination plant. This is very, very easy to understand. New South Wales should have their own desalination plant. I agree. And then, um, do you know what? Uh, We should be like Nestle, right? Like, was it Nestle or something like that? They're like, oh... Everyone should buy water? Yeah, they should just buy... Uh, stra- Victoria, desalinate the water, mm. sell it to Queensland, New South Wales, make the money back for the desalination. Mm. Sell water to the government. Sell water to the government. Yeah. Could, I, be sm- could be smart. I actually find it really interesting. I, I, Would you pay GST on it? GST on the water? Yeah. Why? Well... You've treated it, and something's been done to it. Mm. Like Coca-Cola, you pay tax on. Mm-hmm. Bottled water, do you pay tax on? GST on that? I'm assuming you do. Would you pay water? Uh, would you pay tax, GST, on? Oh, I assume you do because I you pay water, GST on your water bill, don't you? Interesting. I've- what a scam! That's a really good scam. <laughs> Fuck you, government. <laughs> Uh, yes. There you go. How do you solve a water crisis? Desalination plant. You <laughs> <laughs> scam. Drink beer. Get, but- get water. That's- um, yes, no, it's, it's a good call. Supporting the, the farmers. Yeah, come on down. 8th of September uh, to uh, Bar 303. I'll be playing a whole bunch of tunes. I posted some stuff up there on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So definitely check us out. All right, uh, Olympic champion hires dog sitter on app. Comes home to find shirtless men. Lube. Colorado, Colorado Springs. A dog sitting gone wrong has one of Colorado Springs homeowner warning others about a popular app called Wag. Clet, well, like Wag. Clit Keller. I'm oh, sorry. A two-time gold medal. Oh, I'm trying to be very professional as I read. Metal Olympic swimmer said after scheduling the dog sitting at his home on the west side, he came home early Monday morning around 1am to something which he described as only horrific. The general smell in the house is disgusting. I had all the windows and doors open. Keller said when he walked inside, he noticed two shirtless men sitting on his couch. When he asked them to leave, he noticed something even more strange. There was an open bottle of personal lubricant and a camcorder on the end table. So it's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory what was going on. The dog sitter he had hired was nowhere to be seen, though. He later learned that she was in the bathroom showering. So they filmed a porno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's one way to make it to the top page of Pornhub. <laughs> well, it's genius, right? Not only do you get paid for the dog sitting, but you make money by doing a porno. That's true. You get double double money. I would say you'd probably make be making more from the porno, though. Well, I heard porn stars don't actually make that much. Well, the females do, in comparison to the men. Yeah. You know, but they, they take... <laughs> they got the rough end of the stick on that one. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, well. Let's leave it there. <laughs> Kira, thank you so much for another fantastic podcast. I promise that I will be better next week for our lovely, spectacular 40th Midlife Crisis episode. Thank you for just leaving me hanging there. If you'd like to follow... All oh, you wanted me to say something. <laughs> uh, look, you, you were like... looking down at your notes. Yeah, I, I know, thought... I know. Um, Hang um, on, um, let, let, me, let me fill the gap there. Certainly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to follow us, uh, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook for all your wanking needs. Please tell a friend about us because word of mouth really does help us spread uh, the good the good news of the We Only Do One Take podcast. And if you'd like to email us a rant, especially... For the 40th. For the 40th episode. That's we've got it. something really big planned, so the more rants we have, the better. Please email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. Ugh, and I will get better for all you lovely uh, wankers next week. And we will see you next Wednesday. <laughs>